following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Happy Veterans Day. I don't know if that's the thing you say, but have, well, certainly we're... Yeah, Glad to honor our veterans. Rob. Exactly. <laughs> Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Results, with us this morning on the actual Veterans Day. And so I'm not a veteran. My my dad was, and my brother is, and my husband is, and my sister is. So I have a lot of them around me. But I will say I have a great respect and appreciation for all of you out there who have served this country. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And, you know, I feel like since it is Veterans Day, it is a perfect time to bring up VA loans. We haven't talked about those for a while because... No, we haven't. Unfortunately, when we had that chaotic um, market where every offer was in a multiple offer situation and cash was usually the one that was dominating everything, but if not cash, most definitely conventional financing. And that was always a thorn in my side because I thought, no, wait a minute, a VA loan, which has been around now for nearly 80 years, is supposed to be a benefit to those who have served, right? The idea is they don't have to have any money down. I actually one time had a Mayo Clinic physician who was a veteran who bought a $1 million house. And because the interest rates were so favorable when he did it, he did zero down and kept his money for other investments or whatever. So um, it's not just because people don't have the money to put it down, but it's a, it's a benefit that they've earned. Right. right. And it used to make me so crazy mad if I had somebody that could only qualify for a VA loan because they didn't have the cash, they needed the 0% down, and then they couldn't get it because no one would take their offer because it was considered a riskier offer. And you might ask me why, you know, yeah. what makes it riskier? And it's because it is, of course, backed by the government, this loan. You know, any VA, FHA loan is backed by the government. They're going to guarantee the loan. So they're going to make sure that that house is in great shape and they have a a special inspection that's much more stringent than a normal um, conventional mortgage. If you wanted to go to your bank and get a conventional mortgage and you wanted to buy a house and the sellers had torn out the bathroom flooring but hadn't replaced it yet, your bank wouldn't necessarily care. They'd be like, you do that when you move in. It's fine, right? But if it's a VA loan, that's never going to fly. And um, cracked window panes, if handrails are missing, if there's not the right amount of space between the um, spindles on the staircase or on the deck, I mean, all those things are really, I mean, looked at closely and Sellers have to fix those things before the home will qualify for a VA loan. This is going to be a strange question, but when the pandemic was on and VA loans were out of favor for the reason you just mentioned, did you ever run into any buyers who 
took a VA applicant just because they wanted to accommodate that veteran? I will tell you that is the best, best feeling. I mean, the best feeling. I one time, I, I you probably remember me telling you, that's probably why you're asking me. I one time had a veteran selected, and it was pretty obvious in the people's home that the sellers were also veterans, either that or just super patriotic, okay? So we used that, and we were sure to deliver the message to the um, sellers and to the seller's agent that these people were veterans. They loved the feel of the home because it felt very patriotic. You know, we didn't cross any lines as far as, you know, things that you can't be discriminated for or anything like that and just told them. And so they said they were so happy to sell their house to a vet. And we did have the highest offer and they weren't one bit one bit at all turned off by the fact that they were a veteran and literally that worked in their favor. They were kind of happy to be selling it to a vet. So it worked out. And their house was immaculate. There wasn't anything that was going to come up on the inspection that was going to be an issue. And they knew that. So, yeah. So sometimes it works. But I'm going to tell you, there were a lot of people who got passed by for having a VA loan or an FHA loan. So it's just one more reason why this market is so calming in so many ways because people can actually use whatever financing they have available to them as long as they've got a letter and it's a reputable lender they're they're going to be looked at seriously and that feels really good robin with your experience um when you go view a home with uh, a client let's say who wants to use a va loan are you able to spot some of these things that will oh, come up yes. in inspection right away? Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not claiming to be an inspector by any means, but I have been ra- around long enough that I can walk through and say this chipping paint is going to be a problem. But it's also, I've had this, I've, I've done this where I've had the seller, we've asked the seller, would you be okay with the buyer on the buyer's dime coming in to replace this handrail to you know, scrape off this chipping paint and repaint it and order a piece of glass for this broken window. They're happy to do it on their dime. They just want to do it so that it'll pass the inspection and qualify for the loan. And nine times out of 10, they'll work with you. And I imagine the things that you're talking about in the market we're in today, being the seller, you probably better, you probably take, it'd be better for you to be taking care of these things before you put it on the market anyway. Exactly. And see, the thing is, is that here again, it's a, just a nice thing to educate people about because some people have no idea. Like if they say, well, what's the difference between a VA loan and a conventional loan? And so as their agent, it's our job to say, well, to be very honest with you, um, you know, there's going to be a more stringent inspection with this VA loan. Sometimes processing the loan can take longer. I mean, not so much now. I'm not seeing that, but there have been times in history. And so, you know, you just, we just lay it out there and tell them exactly what the problems might be if there is a problem at all. But then we quickly say, but this is the deal. It's not a bad thing to qualify for a VA loan. It's not like, oh, you're the bottom of the barrel. So this is all you qualify for. You are a veteran. This is something that is supposed to be a privilege. And this is something that you've earned 
So it's a benefit that you're almost stripping away from somebody. So I always tell people, but you know, those things that I asked you to do prior to putting your house on the market, we've already covered it. So we got nothing to worry about. So the other, you know, the, what is it? The FHA loan, which is totally uh-huh. separate. I understand. Totally different animal. Um, right. But they also have, maybe, do they also have that strict Absolutely, because it's also absolutely because it's also a federally backed loan, right? So it's the federal housing loan, and so yeah, it you don't have to be a veteran to um, qualify this for this one. And sometimes this one is based on, you know, you can qualify with a not as aggressive credit score, or maybe you don't earn as much. There's just more flexibility to help people become homeowners. And I imagine it's easier now to find somebody willing to accept a FHA loan as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, and to not insist on cash. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're climbing huge mountains right there. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. To, I mean, it's yeah. how strange how things work, but it's wonderful I that mean, it's easier for it. our think veterans about, to use us. Right. Think about coming out of the service and thinking, this is going to be amazing. I've got this benefit. I can use this to get into a house, you know, help me obtain that American dream, help, you know, paying me back for my service, right, in a matter of speaking. And then to have a home seller say, oh, we don't want to work with you because you have a VA loan. I mean, that's, huh. it's sad. It's really sad when that happens. I imagine, yeah. Oh, we have to take a break already, Robin. Right. Um, okay. We'll come back in just a few moments with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on a Saturday morning. We're talking about real estate, especially in the Rochester area. But I suppose this topic that we're going to talk about is nationwide and has been the predominant discussion as far as real estate is concerned for months now, and that's interest rates. What are they going to do, right? Well, you know me. I'm always telling you that um, watch what's happening on, even though there's no direct correlation, I can just tell you throughout the years, watch what's happening at the gas pumps, and it's always a really good indicator to what's going to happen down the road. And I will tell you that I filled up in Kellogg, Minnesota yesterday at the Quick Trip for $2.99 a gallon. Oh, you're celebrating for under 3 bucks. Uh-huh. Well, and then I told my husband and he told me that he got it at Costco for two ninety five. Okay. <laughs> so this is good. This is all good because the truth of the matter is, is this um with the way the jobs, you know, numbers are going and the economic report is I mean, the jobs report is I guess what I'm trying to say, is looking it sounds like lower mortgage rates are coming. And I actually had one article that says big rate drop could mean flurry of Thanksgiving home sales. Really? So, that, wow, mm-hmm. that's a, right around the corner. Yep. And it says um, the mortgage rates took a dive this week, experiencing the largest one-week decline in one year. So if you remember how we were watching them go up 
and then up again and then up again and then up again. And we thought, okay, this has to stop. This is crazy. Well, hopefully we're doing that backwards now. So hopefully that was the first of, you know, several more to come to get these rates back down. Uh, the economy added about 150,000 jobs in October, which is still a sign that our economy is growing. But the numbers were lower than expected. Wages were up 4.1% year over year. But that wage slowdown in particular is something that the Federal Reserve wants to see as yep. its attempt to get inflation back down to its 2% target. I was watching, um, I don't know, the Today Show or something, and they were talking about how the airports are packed and, you know, people are going to these high ticket concerts and they're all sold out. And it just, um, we've been hearing about this recession that's coming for quite some time now and it, it hasn't, which is great. Trust me, I'm not complaining, but I think we are definitely going to start to see that turnaround. So let's hope so. Well, that's what the whole exercise was all about, right? Try to, Cool yeah, things exactly off a exactly. bit because things were running too hot. Um, I have an article here that was um, part of that jobs report article. It says that the Mortgage News Daily survey continued to show a significant downward trend and daily averages hit 7.36 last week after an uh, average of 8% last month. So that's quite a bit. Ah, yes, it is. And, you know, we've talked about this before. When the interest rates drop by 1%, 1 million new buyers jump into the market. So there you go. That is an amazing statistic. Isn't that crazy? And I, I have to find some if I can find it. I saw a cute little meme. Oh, yeah, I have it here. I saw this on Facebook. It said, in 1971, interest rates were 7.3%. If you would have waited for the interest rates to come down, oh, well, it took 22 years until 1993. <laughs> and in that time, home prices went up by 500%. So the moral of the story is there is a cost to waiting. That is, yeah. And Isn't that you and I both lived through that period. Yes. And I exactly. think about it. So when my dad bought his house, which was the last house he purchased of you know, like four or five, but the interest rate was 7% and the house was a two-story colonial single-car garage with four bedrooms. Okay. $25,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was 60, 1968. I have to tell you, it's not really, um, really doesn't really pertain to anything other than it was a really cool story. I went to a listing appointment this week. Uh, I think it was Thursday. And it was maybe the most emotionally cool listing appointment I've ever gone on. The husband and the wife were both there. Their daughter was there too, which, you know, a lot of times when people are elderly, the daughter or one of the kids are there. Um, mom and dad are each 100 years old. Oh, wow. And they are living in the home here in Rochester. But get this, they've been married for 76 years oh. and they've been living in that same house for 73 years. So they bought it shortly after oh. they got married and stayed there. Yeah. 
yeah, for 73 years. (laughs) And he was so sharp, unreal. He was absolutely adorable. I said, just for the fun of it, do you have any idea what you think your house is going to sell for? And I thought, you know, I remember my dad one time telling me, well, my house must be worth at least 150, huh? I'm like, yeah, now add 100. You know, it's like, <laughs> they just don't, they just can't grasp it, right? Well, yeah. So, yes, I said, any idea what your house might sell for? And he looked at me without batting an eye. He said, I think right around 300,000. And I mean, I, I went to the appointment with Michael and I told Michael after looking at the comps and two recent homes that I just sold, I said, this house is going to be probably between 300 and 325. We'll go in and take a look. And I was like, oh my goodness, you did a better job at pricing this house than a lot of realtors could have done. I mean, I was like, and he's a hundred years old. He goes, well, who knows this house better than I do? And I said, well, you got a good point there, but isn't that cute? That is awesome. I was thinking I was going to ask him how many times he mowed the lawn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was telling me about, but he could just spit stuff out. We got these windows put in here in 2009, and we had this roof put on, and, oh, we bought that generator out back, and I paid $10,000 for that, but we've had to use it three times. But, I mean, he was so sharp. I was like, oh, my God, this is what I pray for. I want to be old and that with it. He was so yeah. cool. I told him this was sure an honor. I said, this was sure an honor to come and meet you. I said, it's not every day that you get to meet a couple that is both 100 years old and have been married for 76 years. He goes, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was so cute. They've been married more than twice as long as I have. And they've been married longer. I told Scott longer than either one of his parents lived. His parents died at 70 and 74. That's These a, people have wow. been married that long. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we have to take a so break, Robin. Blessing. Oh, okay. All right. Back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, Saturday morning, Veterans Day. Um, last time we chatted, I guess it's been a typical topic, is that the inventory is still an issue and... Uh, is that still the case, Robin? Are we still really thin? It is. It is. And, you know, it's. I will say this. I've been at quite a few listing appointments. I mentioned the one with the cute elderly couple. But I've been at quite a few this last week, probably a week and a half. I'm going to say like five or six, which is really good because that means there is going to be more inventory coming. And it's so nice to be able to look a seller in the eye and say, you know, it's not really that it's not that detrimental this time that it's coming up on the holiday season and coming into winter because there's so few homes available that you're still going to get the showings and you're still going to get the offer, which is a great feeling. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't have a lot of um, active inventory. We have some pendings that, you know, are set to close, but we don't have a lot of active. We do have one really nice listing that came on the market last week on fairway drive 
it's a large four bed, two bed, two and a half bath, um, split level home. And it's three ninety nine nine, and it's right near the park and it is really nice condition, upgraded kitchen and very nice property. And we've had, I think there's an open house there today. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure what time, but I think it's like 1030 till 12. But that one has had a lot of traffic and probably by the end of this weekend will be under contract. That's what we're hoping for. But, you know, the sad thing is, is then if we don't have inventory, we don't have places for agents to get out and hold open houses and meet buyers. So really, if you are thinking, gosh, you know, I know it's best to wait till spring before I put my house on the market. That is not necessarily the case because of the low inventory, you're going to stand out, right? I mean, if you come on the market now, you're going to be one step ahead of those people that want to wait until spring. So I will say that if you have a place to move to and don't mind moving in the winter, then don't put it off because I actually can tell you, I found one article. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, Here's an article that says reasons to sell your house before the new year. Okay. All right. So let's see what it says. I haven't read the article, but I the the subject line, I guess, caught my interest. It says as the year winds down, you may have decided it's time to make a move, put your house on the market, but should you sell now or wait until spring? Well, it may be tempting to hold off, but here are three reasons to make your move before the new year. Okay. Typically, in the residential real estate market, homeowners are less likely to list their houses toward the end of the year, just like I just said, because of the holidays and the winter and the busy schedules. But selling now, while other homeowners may hold off until after the holidays, could help you get a leg up on the competition. So true. Um, getting And the second reason would be to get your house in front of eager buyers. So I just read that statistic about how the interest rate is almost well the average was 7.37 last week um which it was eight average of eight the month prior the entire month so bottom line is is that more buyers are going to come out and that means there are not going to be enough homes on the market So these buyers are going to be active later this year, will be seriously motivated to make their move happen. But unfortunately, just like I've been saying, now I sound like a broken record, the challenge is shortage of inventory. Yep. And this is one that I I bring up a lot, but I haven't brought up today. People are forgetting about the fact that they've got a lot of equity in their home. So you know, talk to us, find out just what you're going to sell for, what you owe, how much buying power you have, because you need to use that equity to fuel your move. So honestly, the average amount of equity per mortgage holder has climbed to almost $290,000. So people have a lot. I mean, one of the houses that I will be listing coming up, they own theirs outright. Another one, well, the older couple, obviously, after 73 years. paid off 50 years ago. (laughs) Owns theirs outright. But, I mean, we're seeing more and more of that. So then, even if they're moving to someplace that isn't necessarily going to be a less expensive downsize, it's just going to be a lifestyle downsize, they're going to have a lot of equity to power that move. 
So believe me when I say now is as good a time as any and a better time than many to get out there and purchase. And another thing people don't realize, but you can actually use your 401k to buy a home. And some people just think, oh, I can't touch that money. But listen, we're talking about how much these prices of homes have gone up. So it's not like you quit building wealth once you've made that move. Again, another thing that I'm happy to, not trying to say I'm a, a financial wizard or expert in any way, but definitely talk to your financial planner about that option. And if you want to hear more from me about people who have done that or what that actually looks like, I will always welcome a phone call and welcome a conversation. I could see how that would really, if you're if you're over the 59 and a half year age. Right. Right. Then, oh, yeah. You wouldn't then, want to do it before that. Yeah. But then, sure. then all of a sudden, then it's a matter of math. Right. Yep. Yeah. So there's just, I mean, there's just things that people don't think about. You know, they don't do a lot of the thinking outside the box. And oh, how, do I have enough time to talk about this uh, FICO score thing or not? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that quick because we talked about that before the show began and I kind of said, what? Yeah. So there is a FICO score called FICO 9. And what they're trying to do is help people raise their credit scores. So they've separated um, any medical debt, like if you've been in collections at a hospital or something like that, they're trying to separate that from the debt that would matter when it comes to getting approved for a loan, you know, mortgage, whatever kind of um, loan you're looking for. Okay. It says how FICO 9 may increase credit scores. How medical debt and other collection items are tallied in a credit score is changing and potentially will increase the credit scores of millions of people. Call the FICO 9, the new credit score changes how medical collections are treated from non-medical charges, such as credit cards. So medical debt will no longer damage the credit score the same way paying late on a credit card would, for example. So it's good because I know a lot of people have said, oh, you know, when my wife got cancer, we got thousands of dollars worth of medical bills. And I don't think we could even qualify for a mortgage if we tried. So, I mean, like I said, if you don't know, the best way to find out is to meet with a good lender, a good mortgage lender, sit down. And certainly if you don't have a relationship with a person like that, I do with several So you could call me, I could arrange a meeting, and you could start there and see, like, what money do I have to bring to the table? How could I use the equity in my home? How much do I have exactly? You know, what is this all going to look like? Because a lot of people really have no idea. Right. So if I wanted to explore all the possibilities that we've been talking about today, and there have been a lot, um, how do they get a hold of you, Robin? Absolutely. I would love to help. Just please call me on my cell phone. That number is 507-259-4926. And trust me, I have that cell phone in my hand at all times. And if I'm not talking on it, I answer it. So, And if I can't answer it, I will call you back. Fantastic. Thank you again, Robin. And enjoy the rest of the weekend. Say thanks to a veteran, right? Exactly. All, All right. right. You have a good weekend, too. You, too. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on Newstime 1340.
KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This program has been paid for.